Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! All right, it's a big <laughs> night tonight. Look how excited Nick is, staring off into outer space. It's TGIF, ladies and gentlemen, and we got some powerhouse guests in tonight to celebrate it with us. Let's start with introductions. Welcome into our studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Yes, sir. It's great to be at TSS Fantasy, and it's great to have these phenomenal guests on. Um, if you, I'm going to make it real quick. If you're looking to update any of your rosters right now, go to tssfantasy.com. Check out our rankings. You know, see, you know, all three of us are up there. Give it a look through. See who your favorite analyst is, and just go through and you know make markings on your lineup. And then while you're there. Check out our merchandise. We got that cool little emblem right above Nick. I mean, it would look good on a hat. It looks good on a sweater. It looks good on a shirt. Go out and rep TSS Fantasy. We are the show of the people. We want to give back to the people with some nice merch. And then I'll let Nick handle the rest of it. But let's get going, man. This is fucking, this is good. I love TGIF, man. It's been a long work week. I love it. Maybe Justin is. is working on that intro. You can tell. Oh, you know, I was just looking at ironically, and I must be that Niner trade. All of us are in red tonight. How about that? Let's welcome it to the studio, Nick. You got Flandern Macaronis. Uh, yeah. Well, the only thing that Justin left me was to uh, register and, subs- and subscribe to win the CJ, the CK, the CJ2K uh, signed football that we're giving away on Halloween. That's all he left me. Uh, I'm excited for that might have been too much. <laughs> might have been, might have been, might have been. Um, 
yeah, so anyway, Philly's on tonight. They're winning. They're, it's tied one-to-one. One one. I'm excited. We have two awesome guests tonight. Let They got to get out of here, so let's get started. Yeah, no one cares about baseball. Let's also, let's get the royalty in the building. <laughs> Welcome into our studio, Howard Bender, my brother. Welcome into the studio. What's going on, boys? It's great to be back here with you guys over at TSS, right? We did, we did our show together. We hung out at the Expo together in Canton. I love bringing it back, man. Hope you guys are having a good season. Yeah, we love it. We appreciate you being in here and feel like part of the family for sure. We're glad to have you back. Speaking of part of the family, let's also welcome into the studio our friend Jordan, my brother from True Serum Fantasy Football. Welcome into the studio, sir. What's up, my guys? Uh, uh, Honored to be here with Howard to defend my Fantasy Feud Championship from last week. Indeed. Uh, Jordan coming in 1-0 and on the Fantasy Feud. So, Howard, you're going to have some big shoe, shoes to fill tonight. Can't wait to get it started. Let's start out with a little bit of news. Yeah! All right. I'm so excited. I didn't even do our usual intro. How about that? All right, so in the news, there was a game last night, but I don't know. I mean, it was a great game, actually. It was a pretty decent one as far as Thursday night football is concerned. But, I mean, what really took precedence was the big trade, Christian McCaffrey going to the Niners. Wow, big impacts all the way around. Um, I believe if I wrote this down correctly, it was a second, third, and fourth in 2023 and a fifth in 2024. I mean, a lot of capital give up, but they're like I was. We were talking before the show. They're in a win now mode, so it's a big trade for the Niners. They're trying to make a big splash. Ironically enough, uh, how injury prone he is, going to the most injury prone um, backfield you can you can get around in the NFL, other than the Ravens, actually. So it's going to be really interesting to see him fit into this offense for fantasy owners. Big impacts on um, both sides of the football, really, um, but. I wanted to also mention, ironically, though, how much is he going to play this weekend? And then also they got their bye week in week nine, so it's not as good for fantasy owners as they might think. But, Justin, you're the Niner insider. Let's hear what you have to say about the big trade with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll break it down for the 49ers aspect of it. It's good for them on the short term. And, you know, he's got a three-year contract, essentially. So, you know, when Trey Lance gets back next year, it'll be good for them as well. Uh, I think the Phillies just scored, so because Nick's fist pounding over here. But um, yeah, so you know the Forty ers it was a good move. Uh, when I really looked at it, draft capital wise, they still got two third round picks and they got two fifth round picks, so they still got picks to make. Um, overall, excited for it because Jimmy Garoppolo. He needs some more short-term answers there. They need to get the ball to the running back. They need to get it out in general. Um, So, obviously, Christian McCaffrey does that. And like I said, he's a young guy who, if he can stay healthy, will be a weapon for the next three years for this team. And as far as fantasy owners go, I think it's going to be great because this actually shores him up for less volume and more quality touches. So that means more touchdowns rather than just taking a bunch of dump-offs. So I think this could actually lead to him having a very successful fantasy year still. 
Yes, indeed. And Travis, by the way, uh, commenter said, good evening. We appreciate you joining us. We appreciate you, sir. Um, since Nick's watching baseball, let's go to Howard, our big guest in the building. Give us your impacts for the Christian McCaffrey trade. Um, I mean, I, I agree with Justin's assessment there on McCaffrey that it's going to be more quality touches as opposed to quantity. So that's the thing that fantasy owners need to see is that there's going to be some give and take. I don't think his value changes at all. It's a better team. It's a better offensive line. It's a better system uh, for McCaffrey, but they're not going to funnel all the carries and targets his way. So I think that's, you know, so, you know, Jeff Wilson goes to the complimentary role. Um, I, I think that the, the, if we're going to talk about a negative impact, I guess Debo Samuel is probably not going to get that rushing work. You'll get like the occasional jet sweep and the end around that they'll throw in there. But um, you know, he was really adamant about getting those incentive clauses in his contract because of the wear and tear that running does to him. So this kind of takes that off of his plate. So, you know, maybe a couple extra targets. Ayuk, uh, no change, uh, no change either for uh, for uh, George Kittle. I think San Francisco stays the same. And then for Carolina, you know, it's you know which 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 running back do you want? Deonta Foreman, who everybody's hated for four years, or uh, Chuba Hubbard, who's also not really quite living up to potential. He hasn't been since his junior year of college. So, from a fantasy standpoint, you, you take Foreman first. You handcuff him with uh, Chuba Hubbard and kind of call it a day. But I mean, those guys are at like, I don't know, back end of the top 25, maybe a running back. There's really nothing, really nothing special about it. Yeah. I mean, you have PJ Walker at the helm right now, Baker Mayfield coming back, you know, so this uh, Carolina offense got some big question marks. Not a big forward. upgrade with, with Baker Mayfield coming. <laughs> right. Back. Exactly. Going forward. So Jordan, what's that? You're, you're excited for Sam Darnold. What say you, Jordan? What, what do you feel about this uh, trade? So first and foremost, uh, to Howard's point about Deontay Foreman, I'm actually a Longhorn fan, unfortunately. And so I've actually hated uh, Deontay Foreman closer to seven or eight years. Um, but uh, with that, I, I mean, I think these guys are hitting the nail on the head. I absolutely think Christian McCaffrey is much closer to his ceiling with this Niners team, but he probably won't play this week. They'll have the bye next week. Uh, so it, it limits him, you know, short term, long term. Obviously this is a way better offense, uh, quantity over quality, quality over quantity, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's going to plug and play. He's going to be an absolute asset on a bigger scale here. I kind of think this makes the 49ers the, the favorite in the NFC. I know uh, Nick's Eagles just kicked my Cowboys ass last week. I get it. And I'm still here today, but told you Dallas sucks. I don't think Philadelphia made the statement they should have against, you know, a backup quarterback um, in Cooper rush. So whatever it is, I think the 49ers are actually now in the driver's seat in the NFC, whether that gets it done in the Super Bowl, I'm not sure, but I, I think it was a great move on their part. All right. Indeed. Nick, if you can drag yourself away from the boring baseball, what do you say about this trade? Yeah, we talked enough a lot about the 49ers side. What does that do for DJ Moore and the Carolina Panthers? Does that does that give him more of a focus? Is he because the past this past season, right? He's been pretty much unplayable. Uh ever since number six got back there, the whole shtick about DJ Moore being quarterback proof has been pretty much busted. That that myth has been busted. So now is he he's gonna get the ball more in, in earnest. So aside from DJ Moore, because he's now he's going to get more press coverage. Who's, who's going to offset that coverage. I mean, is Foreman 
and uh, Hubbard enough to to take the onus off of uh, more or less? What say you, Howard? Okay. There's so much. (laughs) All right. I really do hate the Panthers so much. You know, I mean – you're talking about DJ Moore, I, 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 I'll confess, I was switching to you know, look over at the baseball game when you guys said it was boring. I was like, "There's no way it's boring. It's a baseball game." I'm with you there. By the way, Nick, just to show that you know, my preseason pick to to win the National League were the Phillies. Just so you know, really. Well, my we my was not that documented. Hats off to you, Howard. Hats off to you, sir. <laughs> So so sorry about that. I uh, I kind of phased out there on the, uh, the, the on the DJ Moore talk. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, now our host true. is awake. That's true. When we're going going in between both of those, I can see there's not much. Okay. Uh, DJ Moore, thirty go. seconds. Go. Right, DJ so, Moore, listen, is he gonna is he gonna get more targets? Yeah, he'll probably see more targets. There's definitely gonna be more targets to go around on that offense. It's gonna be able to to spread it out a little bit more. But where's that going? Uh, DJ Moore isn't going to get all the targets, but he's going to draw the top coverage, uh, you know, for, for everything you look at, uh, maybe Terrace Marshall, Marshall Jr. Coming out of the slot. That could be a, a solid play to look at there. But again, yes, there are going to be targets to go around that, that Christian McCaffrey isn't touching anymore, but I mean, what's the quality of it? Indeed. Yes. I'm definitely one, baseball phobic. Yes. One, Justin. one second. <laughs> one second. I, I just want to, since we're finishing this up, and we're finishing up on DJ Moore, which is a very sad way to finish this up. Ago, but... <laughs> Hold on. Well, who's got it better than us? Net Mike? Nobody. Nobody. Oh, that's, I was like, how did that just come up? Oh, you did that. Okay, good job. All right. So, actually, since Howard is in the building, I did want to get his uh, input on something else that's been going on in the NFL. How about Elijah Moore in New York talking about your Jets? wanting to trade, wanting to get out. I know the two Jets guys on our show are, well, you know, they're talking, they're not going to trade them. That's what they're saying right now. But you know how this goes. They could say whatever they want and go trade them tonight. Who knows? So I just want to get your thoughts on that. Do you think they will put him somewhere? Um, If so, who do you think? Um, As a fantasy owner, I would love to see him get traded. I really would. Uh, Only because he'll go somewhere where he'll he'll probably be able to you know, pick up some targets. And what that'll do is that'll lock the Jets into, um, you know, settling it with, uh, with with where the targets are going to go between Garrett Wilson and uh, Corey Davis, who's like my least favorite guy. So, you know, listen, I mean, I, I usually the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I love the fact that Robert Sala said, well, I just don't think that he's got like the, he's not, the mental state isn't right for the field. Uh, with the way he's talking. So, you know, like give it up for the coach for, for turning around and saying, well, you want to piss him on to the media about wanting to be traded? Go take a seat. We'll talk to you later. We're not going to trade you. We'll figure it out and you know, go, go hang out, kid. Yeah, that's, Denzel that's, Mims, right, Howard? Denzel Mims. Oh, Denzel Mims' career is over. <laughs> it's terrible, right? I mean, I'm there's... super psyched that it's more snaps for Braxton Berrios. There we go. <laughs> all about the U, baby. It's all about the U. Oh, There's a so... lot of a lot of exciting places he could go to. Kansas City, for example. I like him at the Ravens. I mean, they're giants. Kansas City. There's plenty of places. Yeah, Kansas City. There's like 60 guys just like him in Kansas City. (laughs) (laughs) At least he's young, at least. Somebody excited. I I feel like Juju is just like a mid-tier guy, quite frankly. I think Elijah Moore in that offense could really What about about M.V. Hardman? Believe it or not, Juju's 25. 
He's a one trick pony, unfortunately. All right, yeah, so tomorrow he'll be sixty. MBS or Mikol Hardman. The other, the other big news coming out is J.K. Dobbins. Not, oh, I mean, Jesus not only Christmas. is he out, but he's out for a while. I mean, listen, you guys know if anyone's listened to my show, you guys, <laughs> I've talked about J.K. Dobbins and how everyone's always on this guy every year. And Joke he's Dobbins, a bust. It's a waste. Anyway, but I want to get your. Let's go to Jordan on this one. Give me your impacts for this Ravens offense. Who do you think steps up in this backfield? Um, who's the guy really to to follow up with him being out? So, so first and foremost, you know, being in the trenches with you, I uh, I love how when you went out and made the move to bring in J.K. Dobbins, all all of this, you know, uh, happened. So uh, I blame you personally, Kamish. But uh, as, as far as the Ravens' backfield, whoever starting that week run that guy out like and they're gonna produce they're gonna perform i'm not looking to go out and trade for anybody i'm not looking to go out and really make a run at any of these backs because if i've seen anything over the last couple of years with ravens it's constantly next man up someone's constantly getting injured um so who, whoever's starting hey they're gonna do good for you they'll, they'll be top 15 almost every week but there's nobody i'm you know hanging my hat on so to speak yeah, it's going to be uh, probably one of those platoon backfields for a little bit. But Kenya Drake is a big playmaker, but has he lost a step or two? We'll see. Um, he will get at least his opportunity um, in the backfield. All right, so we got a fun fantasy feud about to take place. I'm excited. That's why our guests are here. They're going to mano a mano. Jordan is defending his title from last week. Let's get it on. It's time for some fantasy feud. <laughs> Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> Not going to be a long game tonight because we got fantasy experts in the building tonight. I'm excited for this one. Let's get it on. We got <laughs> Howard's looking behind him. We got right here. <laughs> Where's he at, though? All right, we got top seven answers on the board. Here is your first question. Which quarterbacks, there's seven of them now, which quarterbacks lead the league in overall red zone touchdowns? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Number Pat one Mahomes. on the list with 19. <laughs> Jordan, right, you got the board. You're you're okay. You don't get to spit out the right, answers. Who, who else, Jeff? Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Going on a limb with these first ones, but it's yeah. going to get harder as we go. They He is number two at 17. Who else you got? Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Jordan is for real on that one. Number three on this list. He's going one, two, three. He's got 15 overall. Who else you got? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. 
No bueno, my friend. No bueno on that one. All right, who else you got? Justin Herbert. Justin. Look at my writing. Justin Herbert. Well, I told you it got a little harder as we went along here. These guys in the red zone leading the league. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Left. He's number four on the list with 14. So you got one, two, three, and four. You're missing five, six, and seven. Uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Snags Jared Goff with number six on this list. He's tied with someone else, so he's tied for six with someone else on the list. So you got five and who he's tied with. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. He's running through it. He's running through it. Can you name the man that your boy that Jared Goff is tied with? Kurt Cousins. Kurt Cousins. You don't like that. <laughs> oh hell no. <laughs> and wifey called Jalen. Good job, man. Jalen is correct. He was number five with 12. All right, Howard, you get a chance to steal from this one. It's who is tied for number six in the league with total overall red zone touchdowns with Jared Goff. Man. Um, What about... Shit, I don't know. How about, let's, let's try Tua. Tua! Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Although I appreciate you picking up America's team's quarterback. That is not correct. The correct answer, number seven, or tie with number six, Trevor Lawrence with 11. Wow. I couldn't believe that either. I was like, oh, I got to include them in this one. All righty. So good one. Good run down the list, Jordan. You get round one. Let's go to round two. This is a – we're going to go to running back. So the running back question is – Who are the most targeted running backs in the league for receptions? Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Got to look at my list there. Saquon Barkley. The most targeted running backs? Targeted running backs. Yes, sir. J.D. McKissick. J.D. McKissick. He is number five on this list with 33. He's actually tied down here. So there's five top answers there. J.D. McKissick was on the bottom there at number five. 
Um, Joe Mixon. Joe Money Mixon. Oh, I, I went to the comics. My bad. Went Joe Money Mixon. He was the one J.D. McKissick is tied with with 33. So they are fourth and fifth, respectively, on this list. You're missing one, two, and three. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. He was number six or seven. He was close, though, so it's not a bad guess. Well, I get chances to steal. Oh, oh, there's, yeah, two, I mean, oh there's two strikes. obvious ones. There's there's two gotta obvious get, ones. got to get three strikes, Howard. Come on. Damn, Come on. Damn it. Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs. <laughs> All right, one more to go. You better get that Google app. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's two you got one more strike left you're missing one two and three on this list jamal williams jamal williams i have never heard someone say so many wrong things one after the other consecutively in a row Howard, you are set up, my brother, to make the steal here. One, two, or three most running, or uh, excuse me, running backs with the most targets for receptions. Uh, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. Howard steals it with Austin Eckler with 49 on the list. Good job there. Also in the comments, Mike got the correct answer with CMC. He was number two with 43, and Leonard Fournette is um, actually number three on this list with 36, believe it or not. All right, Howard, you have tied it up. Let's go to round three. We're going to go to receivers here, and we're looking for top six answers on the board. This one should be an easy one. I kind of set this up as a layup. I want to know who are the most targeted receivers in the league. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. All right, he's number one with 72. Who else you got? Is it top five? Top six. Top six. Okay. Um, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Uh, he's, Steph- number, he, he's number six on the list with 63. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. Number two, it's 65 on the list. You got one, two, and six. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, the cheetah. Number three, with 65. You're missing four and five. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. That was the one I thought you... That was the one I thought would stump people. Yeah, he's number four on the list with 64. You're missing number five. You make a run through it. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. <laughs> Negatory on that one. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase for the W. Oh! 
I knew it wasn't Darnell Mooney. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where he is on this list, but I can assure you it's not there. Great. Minus four. Ran through that one, so that was definitely easy. All right, let's go into round four. You're up 2-1, Jordan. I'm going to go into teams. You can test your team knowledge, like overall teams. Top five answers on the board. I want to know who are the top five teams in red zone scoring, and that's touchdown only. Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons. That is correct. They are number five on this list, 66.7% to get in the end zone for a touchdown. I think the Niners helped out with that one. (laughs) Good job, Howard. Who else you got on this list? Um, Detroit Lions. The Detroit City Lions. Uh, I'm sorry? No, I was going to bet your bottom dollar. I was doing my cheesy game show thing. Detroit, 75%. All right, who else you got? Amazing. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. No bueno, not there on this one. I don't know what I'm going to do then. I don't know what I'm going to do. High scoring... Is it the, how about the Saints? The Saints are not marching in. That was actually the end, funny. The end zone, that is. <laughs> All right. All right. You, got, you got number three and you got number five. So you're missing number one, two, and four. Teams that are the best at scoring touchdowns this season. In the red zone. Yeah. Uh, Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. Oh hell no! Did if you, if you if you say the Broncos and it's right, then I'm telling you, you're holding your list upside down. <laughs> yeah, this one you're gonna find real interesting for sure. But let's see if Jordan can make a steal here. You got any of these teams? One, two, and four. The Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs for the W. Consider Jordan undefeated in Fantasy Feud right now. The Chiefs were number two on this list with 76%. The number one team right now, the Tennessee Titans, 92.3%. If they get in the red zone, they are scoring a touchdown. I guess they don't get in the red zone much. Yeah. And number four on this list, hope you're ready. It's America's team, the Miami Dolphins, 70.6%. You bet your bottom dollar it's the Miami Dolphins. I knew it was in Pittsburgh. Congratulations, my brother. Great job tonight. You are tonight's winner. Mike, Mike, Mike just chimed in and said, you know, I take offense to that. He said, I got all the dad jokes. I forgot to put the comment up. I got, is that really dad jokes I'm saying? Like, come on. All right, Howard. Anything corny is a dad joke, so yeah, don't take offense joke. to it. I, yeah, I'm kind of corny. All right, dad Howard, jokes are the best jokes anyways. I, I apologize. We love you. You know, you're the, you're the best guest ever, but I'm sorry. You are the loser tonight, and you know what that means. Come on.
Howard's not too much of a dumbass. He's getting paid to do what we do for free. That's. <laughs> I'm, sure he's saying, I'm sure he's saying that as he's logging off. He's like, yeah, well, fuck you. You're the dumbass. Here's your dumbass. You're doing it for free. I'm 0 2 in the feud. I'm, this is I, devastating I, for me. Hey. This is bad for my self esteem. Uh, this is really. And you know what, guys? It, it cuts deep. It cuts deep. Like, there I was. We were hugging, enjoying each other's <laughs> company. I met your wives, like yeah. all the fun stuff there. And this is this is what happens. Is what Go I'm look like. at your paycheck. You'll feel better. Trust you know, me. You know what? You know what we? Sh- you know what this means though? That just means you got to come back, bro. That's right. all that means. You got to get a taste yeah. of victory here. That's all that means, Howard. There, That's really there's no way you could go zero and three, right? No. Right. <laughs> no way. That's the longest losing streak I can have. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we got to get our guests out of here. Jordan, you're the winner tonight. Let everyone know where they can. Follow, subscribe, and get all your great stuff, my friend. Follow me at trueserumfootball.com on Twitter at trueserumff or trueserumfootball on Facebook. And here and probably the next week also at TSS Fantasy as I'm going to be bringing in some articles to your favorite podcast. All right. Love it. We appreciate that. And um, yeah, Travis wants a chop shot at the champ. So we might have to, we might have to set some, oh, he don't don't want none. Travis ain't got no shot. He don't want none. Justin does. (laughs) He don't want none. Awesome. All right, Howard, my friend, I don't think you need to plug yourself, but of course, let everyone know where they can follow and subscribe, get all your great stuff, my friend, although they should already know. Um, You can find me um, on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. I also do Sunday, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on game days for football. Uh, you can find me all over at fantasyalarm.com. And uh, here's my Twitter handle at RotoBuzzGuy. Awesome. Awesome, man. We appreciate you guys coming in. It's been a hell of a good time. We, uh, again, love to have you back. I know, Howard, you got to come in and get the thrill of victory. Jordan, you're defending champ right now. So, you know, maybe we might have to make this a running thing now at this point. Call That's me two and oh. Keep them coming. All right. I love it. All right. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you on out. Appreciate you guys. We're going to take a quick break. We get back. We'll start talking about the big matchups for the weekend. Thanks again, guys. Thanks. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game yet. Still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. You put them up, reach the skies, let the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. All right, as everyone logs off now, since the real people they came to see have left, Let's get right now and start talking about our big game breakdown. Breakdown! 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 Break
All hey, right, so we, we got breaking news. Uh-oh, breaking news. What's up? Breaking news. Uh, straight from ESPN. Todd Gurley doesn't think there's any question his NFL career is over. Oh, okay. Thank you for that, Nick. It was even worse than the baseball than I, than I thought. No, it really wasn't because it was totally obvious <laughs> that his career is over. All right, let's get things started. We'll talk about the Browns at the Ravens. Um, this is our first one of the week. Browns are uh, against fantasy quarterbacks 14th, against running backs 30th, against receivers 19th, oh, against tight ends 10. Against the, the Ravens are 28th versus quarterbacks, 18th versus running backs, 29th versus receivers, and 16th versus tight ends. Nick, what do you got to say about the matchup? Yeah, uh, you went over all the um, particulars there uh, as far as the uh, defensive rankings, but um, some things stood out to me. So with those rankings, you're going to play all the obvious guys. You're going to play Lamar Jackson. He's uh, ranked num- number two. You're, gonna, you're actually going to play Kenyon Drake uh, because even even though he is a 55 rank, he's, he's seven and a half uh, fantasy points per game. Again, the Browns' defense is 30th in the league, so he's going to get quality touches in in that game. Um, as far as the receivers go, we don't know if Bateman's going to play, and then when, when DuVernay did get his opportunity, he didn't do anything with it. Uh, uh, right? DuVernay is ranked 31st and averages 11 points per game, so you probably might want to stay away from, from them. And right now, Andrews is questionable, but he is trending towards play, and he is – you are going to play him, and he gets he's uh, 19 points per game. The only guy I would play, uh, actually two guys I would definitely play on the Browns would be Nick Chubb, uh, averaging 20.7 points per game against uh, the Ravens defense at 18, ranked 18. And I would play uh, definitely Cooper, um, not Cooper Cup, uh, Amari Cooper, excuse me, uh, going against the 29th ranked defense. If you want to flex, uh, I would put in um, Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt is averaging 11 points per game. And when you're playing against the uh, 18th ranked defense against running backs, he's got a pretty good shot to uh, fall in the end zone for you. So those would be the guys that I would be playing in this week's game against the Browns versus the Ravens. Kenyon Drake becomes an interesting flex play. Um, Gus Edwards, I don't believe, is still activated. So, you know, he could be a decent RB this week, uh, being pretty much the next man up in Baltimore. So just somebody to look at as well. Justin, Bucks at Panthers. Bucks are 13th against quarterbacks. Number one against running backs, interesting enough. 15th versus receivers. Obviously, they're going to stay number one after this week. Tight end, um, they're 25th. The Panthers are 12th versus quarterbacks, 25th versus running backs. 24th versus receivers and 8th versus tight ends. Who you like and don't like? They might be number one overall against every position after this <laughs> week. It is going to be a bloodbath. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm going to keep it real simple just to, for the sake of moving on with this. The Bucks start everybody on that side. If you got Leonard Fournette, start him. If you got Tom Brady, go ahead. Everybody's like, but what if Tom Brady doesn't need to throw the ball? You think that's going to keep him from being a spiteful prick and doing it? No, it's not. Start Chris Godwin. He's been getting double-digit targets ever since he's been back. Mike Evans, he's always a shot to score two touchdowns in a game. Hell, even start the rookie Kate Otten. If you're really, like, slimming it down, you're like, you had Dallas Goddard or you had Dawson Knox on your team, and you're like, what do I do at tight end? Go get Kate Otten. There's a good chance that he's going to get targeted in this one. 
this is a game that I think the Bucks look at as what last week should have been. It's a get-right game on offense, and everybody's going to get right on this one. Poor Panthers. Sorry to the Panthers fans. I went to their game. There were more seats available. There were more blue that I could see from the seats than from the jerseys. It's a sad state of affairs. They're just waiting for their first-round pick at this point. Oh, sad indeed. All right, let's move on. Falcons at the Bengals. Nick, Falcons are 25th versus quarterbacks, 12th versus running backs, 30th versus receiver, 29th versus tight ends. The Bengals are 4th versus QBs, 7th versus running backs, 9th versus receivers, and 20th versus tight ends. What say you, guys you like and don't like? Well, uh, I also I love the fact that the Panthers said that that they're not tanking, where, where it's, completely, it's completely obvious that they are. So in this game, uh, for the Bengals, I would just start everybody. Uh, I'm going to start Joe Burrow. He averages 22 points per game. Joe Mixon averages 14 points per game. Higgins is 18. Uh, sorry, Higgins is 14, and Chase is, is 18 points per game. The only one I'd be a little bit shaky on is – is Hayden Hurst, but again, the Falcons are 29th against the tight ends, giving up 13 points per game. Uh, the only Falcon I could actually start with confidence, and that's in a two quarterback league, is Marcus Mariota. Uh, he's he's your 12th overall this season, surprisingly, and he's got 16 uh, fancy points per game. Uh, Drake London, 25th overall, he's got 11 points per game. If he's a he's a flex right now. Um, again, and Kyle Pitts, uh, you got, you got to stash him. You can't play him, but you got to stash him maybe for, uh, a tight end on, on a bye week. Or maybe if you're in that position where you need a trade, you got to package him because right now you can't, you can't put him on the field. He's your 22nd ranked tight end on the season. And that's just, that is not passable. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know who you're starting him over. You know, it depends on who's available. Um, but, you know, again, tough matchup. Like you said, Mariota could be a good play depending on game script. If they're coming back, having to keep up with this Bengals offense, um, he could be a real good play this what week. What keeps him relevant is his rushing yards. That's right. what keeps him relevant. Indeed, absolutely. All right, let's go on to the Lions at Cowboys. Lions, wow, look at this defense. 31st versus quarterbacks, 31st versus running backs, 25th versus receiver, 26th versus tight end, and Dak is back. So you got the Cowboys defensively. They're 6th versus QBs, 6th versus RBs, 6th or 16th versus receivers, sorry, and 6th versus tight end. Wow. Amazingly enough. All right, Justin, what say you? Who you like and don't like in the matchup? So this is going to be a fantasy bonanza game. I'm calling it right now. Um, I think the defense is kind of going to be thrown out the door. Uh, I like the Cowboys' defense as a whole. They're really good. But, you know, you got Amon Ross St. Brown coming back. You got DeAndre Swift practicing all week long, looking like he is a good, solid possibility for being there he's still got the questionable tag but if he suits up i'm definitely starting him um for the cowboys start everybody you know like you said 31st against the run start zeke start pollard do you start them together don't let being treated for pain be a pain come to downtown's healthcare 950 17th street in denver find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery without drugs call downtown's healthcare 303-292-9992 now in Lowry or downtown. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Probably not, but if you have one of them, yeah, put them in. Put them in because somebody is going to have a good game. I'm banking it's going to be Zeke. Zeke just came off his best performance against one of the best run defenses in the league, Philadelphia. He was a RB1 last week. Um, CeeDee Lamb's been averaging 10 targets a game. Michael Gallup is the only one I'm kind of fringe flexing because he's only gotten 22 PPR points since coming back. So, at this point, I'm between him and Noah Brown. You know, I, I think Noah Brown was more of a Cooper Rush guy. So maybe Gallup getting Dak Prescott back is more, you know, his style. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe he just needs a bigger armed quarterback to get him downfield. Um, Dalton Schultz, 100%. Dalton Schultz is a Dak Prescott guy. If he's on the field, go for it. Start him. Worst thing that can happen is you get a goose egg, which, I mean, Tight end wise, you're risking that every single week, anyways, unless you have Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews. So there is a good shot that I think Dalton Schultz can bounce back in this game. On the Lions side, I'm liking a lot of these guys. Like I said, I'm liking Swift. I like uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's been rested up. Uh, Josh Reynolds showed up on the injury report. Uh, so who knows what's going to happen with him? DJ Chark is ruled out. So if he does play, though, Josh Reynolds is a very solid flex. He's been averaging about seven targets a game. And he is the guy that gets short distance targets, catches every single one of them. So he could go seven for 56, get you 12 points in QPR. That's perfect out of flex for me. Shout out to um, our boys at Patriot Sports Radio, Eric and Chris, giving us a shout out. Yes, sir. Jess, I'm sorry. You're still going. Let's go, baby. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I'll finish it up with, Jared Goff is probably, it's weirdly enough, I've been talking up all of his weapons, but Jared Goff is the one guy I'm like, maybe I don't want to play him in a single QB. Because I feel like this could be a game where Jared Goff throws multiple interceptions. Kind of like what Andy Dalton did last game or last night, but maybe a little bit worse. So he's the only guy I'm like, eh, maybe don't play him, but play everybody else around him. Yeah, I wish we had time to really impact last night, too, because that oh, was can, real uh, – How do you throw two pick sixes in three minutes? That was crazy. That was crazy. At least we had something to watch on Thursday night, and next week's going to be even better. All right, uh, let's go to you, Nick, on the next one. Giants at Jags. This is an interesting game, to say the least. The Giants defensively, ninth versus quarterbacks, ninth versus uh, running backs, number one in the league against receivers, 22nd against tight ends, on the Jags side, they're 15th versus quarterbacks, 27th versus running backs, 17th versus receivers, and 11th versus tight ends. Give me some guys you like and don't like. Uh, I don't like anybody except for these three three guys, and um, and and I don't I don't mean to be you know, but uh, on, let's take the Giants. Um, I would start Daniel Jones in a, in a two quarterback league. Uh, right now, he is your 15th ranked overall quarterback, and he is averaging 15 points per game. So, so you can get by with him, given who you have. If you got solid receivers um, on your team, 
but him alone is not he's he's not going to throw you into victory that's that's for sure uh saquon um i i'd put him up against anybody so um who the hell's Patriots sport radio okay so that's fine so uh i just gave him a shout out from those the guys that came in last week there nick Oh, I love you guys. You guys are great. Um, so uh, I, I, was, I, was start, say, I would start Saquon Barkley. And uh, as far as the Jags go, the only guy I would really start with confidence in this game and probably only this game is Evan Ingram because of the fact that uh, the uh, Giants are 21st against against the the tight end. But they got that's what's keeping them at 5-1. and one. They, have a, they have a great defense this year. Um, you you got the carousel between Robinson and Etienne. You don't know uh, who's going to get the hot hand, who they're going to go with. Lawrence, I would play in a two-quarterback league, but, again, you can't start him in this game. <laughs> I, they, I guess they, they took the humor in your uh, stupidity. All right, let's move on to the like I remember every guest. the Packers versus the Commanders. Going to our boy Justin on this one. Packers defensively, their second versus the quarterback, 19th versus running back, seventh versus receivers, and third versus the tight end. On the commander side, they're 23rd versus quarterbacks, 15th versus running backs, 27th versus receiver, and fourth versus fantasy tight ends. Give me some guys you like and don't like. So Aaron Rodgers has yet to be a QB 12 this year. That's a- you know, he's not been a QB one at all this entire season. There's been something wrong in his ayahuasca. He's not getting the right men's or mescaline. Something's wrong with his drugs. Um, I think maybe we start to see a little bit more rage Rogers, which is kind of like my favorite Rogers. I like the petty Rogers because then he starts throwing dimes all over the field. I hope we start to get to see that guy, not the peppy happy guy that shows up on the Pat McAfee show saying, Oh, it's okay. There's no problems going on. And Matt LaFleur and um, Matt LaFleur and Rogers seem to have the same thing where they're, you know, keep it simple, stupid. That's what they want to do with this offense from now on. Well, keep it simple, stupid. Run the damn ball against the commanders. Get Aaron Jones involved. You know what the commanders are? They're the worst team against receiving uh, running backs right now for touchdowns. They've given up the most. Get Aaron Jones involved in the red zone. Get A.J. Dillon involved in the run game, period. Like, let's go. You are missing Christian Watson again this week. Sammy Watkins is questionable this week. You know, you you found your target Robert Tunyon to replace Randall Cobb. Get it downfield and just be ruthless with it. This is your get-right game for the Packers. I'm not going to put Aaron Rodgers at a QB 12 this week. But this is his last week to kind of show it off. If he doesn't show it against the Commanders, I don't know what we're working with here. On the other side, Tyler Heineke, sorry, bud. Even if I was in the worst situation possible, I don't think I'm starting your ass. Um, You know, you're no Bailey Zappi. Let's just say that. Uh, Brian Robinson is the only guy I'm like, all right, let's, let's see what happens here. I will flex Brian Robinson because that guy is tough as shit. He got shot twice. He came back in five weeks. He scored a touchdown the first time he was on the field. And this Packers defense, Robert Sala said it best. You keep punching them in the gut, they're going to fold. So that's what the commanders need to do. They need to run it up the gut. They need to beat up those linebackers, beat up those safeties, 
take a little bit off the top with McLaren and just keep running it and running it and running it. Brian Robinson could be a flex for you today or on Sunday. Um, Jones and Dylan. Jones, RB2, Dylan flex. Lazard has had a 100 yards or a touchdown in every game this year. So he's been pretty solid throughout. And then Tunyon, you know, got to love you some Tunyon, man. Hopefully those 12 targets, you know, stick throughout the entire, you know, rest of the season. I hope so. But those those are really it. Curtis Samuel, I want no part of. You know why? Because he hasn't rushed the ball since week three. That was the allure of the Samuels, right? Debo Samuel, Curtis Samuel, you rush the ball as well as catch the ball. He hasn't done it since week three. They have totally missed out on an opportunity to amplify a talent here in Curtis Samuel that they have. So I want no part of him, no part of Tyler Heineke, no part of J.D. McKissick or um, Antonio Gibson. I just want some Brian Robinson, maybe some Terry McLaurin if you're really desperate at a flex. A-Rod, Jones, Dylan, Lazard, Tunyon on the other side. And you know what? Just for the hell of it, if you're really feeling froggy, throw in a little Romeo Dobbs because if this is a get-right game, then he's going to get a touchdown. And you're on mute, sir. Yeah, you're on mute. I was just going to ask if there's anybody else you want to mention, like the water guy or anybody else. Um, also, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the cheeseheads. The cheese. <laughs> Jones touched the ball 12 times last week. That's inexcusable. Mike wants to say kick the tires on Robinson. He corrected himself. And Jordan Thomas wanted to also challenge Flanders next week on the feud. And Taylor Heineke sounds like a stripper that he frequents frequently in his 20s. And yes, agreed. Dobbs, a great big play <laughs> this week, my brothers. All right, let's go on to Nick. Colts at Titans. Colts, um, this is another repeat game for them. The Colts um, against the fantasy QBs are 17th, 23rd versus the running back. They are actually number two against receivers, 28th versus the tight end. On the Titan side, 28th versus quarterbacks, 11th versus running backs. They are dead last against receivers and 21st versus tight ends. Give me some guys you like and don't like. I like the entire uh, Indianapolis offense, uh, maybe with the exception of uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, you got a two flex uh, in a two-quarterback league. Uh he would probably be be your best bet. He's kind of dicey starting in a in a regular standard um, offense. As far as the the other side of the ball goes, I don't know who you're going to start over there. Um, Colts and and, and Titans. Uh, Titans, you're going to start De- Derrick Henry. Um, that's pretty much it. But uh, uh, Robert Woods waste this this year, and they don't have a tight end. They they have two tight ends. They combined, they have 11 more receptions than I do, and they average four points a, a game. So uh, they are no good. So it should be uh, – Colts should run rough shot over them, but we'll see again. Derrick Henry is a must-start. Tannehill, mm, I'd stay away from him. And Pittman uh-huh. is a must-start. All right. Um, I, you know, I kind of like only, I only like Tino this week because I feel like on one side of the football, we're saying Matt Ryan's going to have a good game. Well, maybe Tennessee's going to have to keep up with them a little bit, so they might throw a little bit more. So I kind of feel like Ryan Tannehill might have a sneaky, weird, good game, 
you know, and they have these weird, yeah. odd, you know what I mean? Like, run. I feel up, that. Plus, you know? he always he always has that weird, like he can vulture a touchdown at the goal line right. type of thing. Right. And right. they just came off a bye. I feel like this is one of those weird, you know, good games by them. All right, let's talk about some homer picks. All right, Homer picks on, of course, our Homer teams. I think this is pretty easy for me this week. It is the return of the almighty Tua. He is my easy Homer pick dope of the week. I'm excited to have you back, my brother. Going to be big things against this sorry Steelers defense. All right, Justin, who is your dope Homer pick of the week? My dope Homer pick of the week is George Kittle. We finally have both our tackles back. You had Trent Williams at a full practice. Mike McGlinchey had a limited practice. They're both slated at this point to play, which means George Kittle is going to have a lot of fun on National Tight End Day. Mm, so indeed. George Kittle is my homer pick of the week. Don't! All right, I, I like it. All right, Nick, you're going to have to go to your Steelers because your, your Eagles are on a bye. So who's yeah, your my, Steelers pick of the week? Yeah, my, my official team is off. So uh, the – the guy I'm going to go go with is actually the Steelers' third-string receiver, George Pickens, because he is developing a nice connection with uh, Kenny Pickett. He's had nothing but great thing to say about him. He's even talking about his catches in practice. I mean, we're talking about practice, man. Not a game. We're talking about practice. So he's having a good, good connection. If you get a chance to pick up George Pickens, pick him up. Keep him on your bench, especially if you got a dynasty, because he's going to be he he's going to be a stud in this in this league for years to come. Pick up the pickings, that's what he says. All right, Ain't no slim pickings. Let's go to Justin on our next matchup: Texans at Raiders. Texans are uh, defensively seventh versus QBs, dead last against running backs, tenth versus receivers, and seventeenth versus tight ends. Raiders. Dead last against quarterbacks. Is Davis Mills a sneaky play this week? 16th versus running backs. They are 21st versus receivers and 30th versus tight ends. Give me some guys you like and don't like. All right, so I'm not going to be bold here and say I really like Davis Mills. Um, I think he could have a good enough game to feed Brandon Cooks to a possible wide receiver two um, level this week. I mean, especially with Hobbs, they're – I think it's like a one or two cornerback being out this week. It looks like um, the Raiders are going to be really banged up in the secondary. And I think that Brandon Cooks off of this bye, maybe they figure it out. Like last year, they figured it out. The deep ball worked for them. This year, they just haven't figured it out. So hopefully they reevaluated some things and will come back hard in this one. Damian Pierce, three straight RB1 weeks. I think that continues this week. I don't care if the Raiders are really good against the defense. This man is unshakable. This man gets into the next level, and he breaks tackles like Javante Williams did his first year. I am sticking with uh, Damian Pierce this week to make it four straight weeks of RB1 uh, finishes. And then here's a little one for you. Nico Collins. He's been He's injured, so I don't know if he'll actually play. But, you know, he's had – an uptick in targets, and he's been kind of cashing in a little bit more. He had 82 yards two weeks ago, 65 last week. He's been kind of improving a little bit. 
even a little bit outplaying Brandon Cooks. Well, he's been uh, out on the other side, uh, Brandon Cooks too. The last three games, um, I heard that stat up today too as well. So yeah, good call there. Yeah, and then um, Derek Carr. So the past two games against the Texans, 290 yards and three touchdowns. He, <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> it's, it's the revenge of the car, man. He's just getting it all in for David, the years that David spent there. And then, like you said, Coop, they're the worst team against the running backs. And guess who's been the top running back the past two weeks? Mm, Josh, Josh motherfucking Jacobs. Jacobs. Ooh. Josh motherfucking Jacobs. Six targets on average for the past three games. The past two games has had 32.4 points in fantasy. Jesus Christ saves you, my man. Josh Jacobs is your guy this week. And then, of course, Devontae Adams. We don't know the status right now of Hunter Renfro, but we do know that Darren Waller is going to be out. If Renfro also sits with a hip issue, I would actually say this is another Mac Hollins week. Go out, get Mac, put him in your flex. He could do you some big things. He could take a big fat shit in the bed. Who cares? Just try it out. <laughs> just, like, just like your advice with the tight end earlier. Worst thing you can get is a zero, but <laughs> that's the worst here. That's true. That's only the worst thing, you know. <laughs> All right, let's go to take our next matchup: the Jets wow. at the Broncos. Um, this is going to be a real interesting matchup for sure. I wish Fred was here tonight to talk about this one. Jets defensively against the quarterbacks, eleventh. They're thirteenth versus running backs, twelfth versus receivers 18th versus tight ends the broncos number one against quarterbacks 14th versus running backs third versus receivers 15th versus tight ends nick guys you like and don't like you think the raiders will pick up uh jacob's fit uh option now <laughs> you think they'll give him a new contract with with those numbers um it. yeah well with that new regime they were kind of eh, we don't know but i think that yeah we, we got this so um as far as this game goes this is going to be a defensive struggle because uh, their offenses both suck. Uh, you're not going to start Russell Wilson. You're going to see uh, Russell Wilson on the discount shelf soon. Uh, he's going to be stashed. Uh, you you can't even play him in a two-quarterback league. So uh, he's out. Um, you got Gordon, who is a starter in name only because uh, because – Murray was there for uh, about 20 seconds and then and then took his job. Cortland Sutton, he is so dependent on on Russell Wilson, but he's the one that gets all gets all the passes. You might want to play him at a at a low end flex unless Greg Dulcich is playing. Then then you might not want want to want to play uh, Cortland Sutton. Um, as far as the Jets go, the only guy you're playing on offense is Brees Hall. Because Russell Wilson is your 33rd ranked quarterback in the league. He's averaging 13 points per game. Uh, ever since uh, Wilson came back to play, um, Davis hasn't see, seen the ball. So, uh, again, uh, the only way you play Davis is if um, uh, well, number five. Because What's his name? I, I forgot his name. Flacco! The... the Right, that skinny bitch. Okay, um, and struggling. Well, I think Flacco he's like number is, nineteen right now. Well, with the like, he's got that ugly ass nineteen number. So get the hook. So get the hook for this guy. Flacco is uh, skinny in Spanish. So anyway, um, Tyler Conklin. Eh, uh, no. So the only ones that you're going to play is is the defenses on those. Uh, I think the Jets. 
I think they got some real confidence last week up in Green Bay. And again, um, no one's afraid of Russell Wilson anymore. I can't believe that that we're sitting there saying that no one's afraid of Russell Wilson. After but, all that, Nick says, play the defenses. Okay, let's go on <laughs> to the big game Wednesday. Chiefs at Niners, Justin, at the Chiefs. Wednesday. Defensively, yeah, we had the big game Wednesday, Nick. Follow along. It was the Chiefs and Niners. Remember the big game Wednesday show? Jesus. Oh, okay. Chiefs, there are 30th versus the quarterbacks. They are 28th versus running backs, uh, 28th versus receivers, 19th versus tight ends, 49ers, third versus quarterbacks, fourth versus running backs. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fifth versus receivers. Seventh versus tight ends. Ooh-wee. All right, who you like and don't like, Justin? Uh, first off, Nick, how many times has Wendy referenced uh, Puta Flaca to you? <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. No, no. Other I things, but not that. Pulled, I love how he pulled that one out. <laughs> well, I know what Flaca means in Spanish. Excuse me for being bilingual and, and multicultural. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's go to my favorite game of the week because it's my game of the week. Chiefs and 49ers. So, the Chiefs, obviously last week, Juju Smith-Schuster had a really good game. If The thing is with this one is injuries, right? So, the 49ers are getting back. Hopefully, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, and Jimmy Ward all had four participation in practice this last – or today – And then, um, you know, obviously, Chardavius Ward had limited practice. He's the real key here. For me, Chardavius Ward is, yeah, skinny bitch. Uh, (laughs) um, So Chardavius Ward is the key to locking down Juju Smith-Schuster. If he's not out there, it's probably going to be Deomador Deomador Lenore or um, Dante Johnson. Oh, God. And in that case, I'm putting in Juju Smith-Schuster all day long because he's going to eat their cookies. Um, and then, you know, for the Chiefs also, you never you never sit Patrick Mahomes. You never sit Travis Kelsey, no matter what the defense, easy enough. Uh, I would not play any of the running backs because the 49ers are absolute savages against running backs. Just ask the Falcons, who had a good game last week, but still only averaged 3.5 yards per run. Outside of Mariota, they were not running the ball very well. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes is not a guy who's going to run the ball all the time. So for the 49ers, I am starting Jimmy G because this is going to be a high-octane game. They're going to need to score. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle because one of those guys is going to hit. Um you know, you you paid enough for George Kittle. You don't sit him. And especially with the two tackles coming back, like I said with my homework pick, you don't sit him. 
Um, Debo Samuel, once again, this guy can make, you know, literally chicken soup out of chicken shit. He can take a negative two yard pass and take it straight to the house for 70 yards. He's just that type of guy. And then last week, Brandon Ayuk catching eight passes. That was huge because he hasn't had that type of a week yet. It kind of opens up the idea that he's going to be more the possession downfield guy. Um, I'm not going to say start Christian McCaffrey because we don't know at this point whether he's even going to be in or not. If he is in, you always got to, you know, put him in there because the worst thing that could happen or the best thing that could happen for him is goal line touches and goal line carries, right? Because everybody knows how to run a halfback dive on the two-yard line. Six Not Mark Sanchez. (laughs) Well, he had had little hand syndrome there. Um, (laughs) Big ass in his face. Yeah, Nick Mangold's ass in his face. <laughs> um, and then, you know, defense-wise, I don't want to touch either one because I know there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. It's going to be a really tough game for both defenses. Um, and I think that whoever ends up pulling off an interception or a time a well-timed sack is going to be the winner of this game. But I'll tell you this, defense is not going to be the winner. All right. It is all about the goal line. I agree. All right. Let's go on to Nick. The Seahawks at the Chargers. Seahawks, they are 22nd versus quarterbacks, 26 versus running backs, six versus receivers, dead last against tight ends. The Chargers, they're 18th versus quarterbacks, 29th versus running backs, 18th versus receivers, and uh, 14th versus a tight end. Nick, give me some guys you like and don't like. Mm. Uh, I like Kenneth Walker this week. Uh, even, even though he's, he's going up against a pretty good defense as in the, uh, Chargers. I don't think the Seahawks offense has got a lot more to give in this game because, uh, DK Metcalf, he's like your 23rd ranked, ranked receiver and TJ Lockett right now is just a, um, a deep threat. And what we saw last week, that could be the beginning of of the end of the um, uh, Geno Smith Cinderella story that, this season. That could preclude uh, more things to come. As far as the Chargers go, you got to play Eckler. And right now, uh, huge question mark on Herbert. Uh, it seems like Herbert cannot play well without Keenan Allen, and 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 Keenan Allen is questionable this week. And you know, from you know everything around around the league, and and it makes sense. If he's questionable this week, if he's going to be a game time decision, and then you got to buy ne- next week, he's obviously most likely going to sit. So it's going to be tough sledding uh, for Herbert and the and the passing game because of um, he's just not having a real good connection with with Mike Williams. But I said on. Wednesday show, I would start Gerald Everett this week as a, as a safety blanket because Seattle, like, like we said, is dead last up against the uh, tight end. So I would, I would definitely start, uh, Gerald Everett if you got him. I think you are crazy. I think this is a fantasy bonanza type game. And I feel like mm-hmm. Justin Herbert is going to go hog wild against the Swiss cheese Seahawks defense for sure. All right. Let's go on to the. Sunday night matchup, the Steelers at the America's team, Miami Dolphins. Steelers are 26 versus quarterbacks, 22nd versus running backs, 31st against receivers, 9th versus tight ends. Dolphins, 27th versus quarterbacks, 
uh, 19th versus running backs, 23rd versus receiver, 24th versus the tight end. Um, two is back, so expecting big things, although I am a little worried because all I keep hearing is the analysts, quote-unquote, talking about what a big game the Dolphins are going to have which makes me worry because that's when they don't have a good game. So I am a little concerned going into this matchup only because of the unknown. Oh, Freddie's in the building tonight. Glad you could join us from just the on camera. Just, just, <laughs> just for the comment section. We appreciate it. Yeah, so the bottom line is, you know, I'm a little worried, but again, I think two is a decent play no matter what. I do like Tyreek Hill. I mean, again, leading the league in yards. What's up, my boy, Bandy from 4th and Flex? Tua is back. All right. I agree. All right, so, again, it's going to be good for Tua. going to see a lot of Tyreek Hill. You're going to see a lot of Jalen Waddle. I think you can go ahead and start those guys. I don't know about Gasecki. You know, he's starting to find a little bit of rhythm in this offense. Um, however, you know, with Tua back, he didn't really target him all that much when he was in. So, again, I don't know if I'd start him with confidence, but we're in by Mageddon almost week. So, if you got somebody you got to plug, he might not be a bad option for you. On the other side of the football, I'm not sure what to make of this offense. Um, I think Najee Harris is an okay play because I can see Kenny Pickett dumping the ball off to him um, a decent amount. We fell victim to that because we like to blitz a lot. So we saw that against the Bills. That's all they set up to do was dump off the Singletary, dump off the Singletary as we come in on the blitz. So Najee in a PPR-wise will have a decent game. Um, maybe Deontay Johnson, and that's pretty much it as far as that. So we'll see how it goes for America's team, but uh, of course we love Tua being back. All right, let's finish it up with the Monday Nighter, the Bears at the Patriots. Um, yeah, <laughs> Manny's calling it the Biapalooza. I like that a lot. Or Bipocalypse. There you go. That's even better. I like Bipocalypse. I like Bipocalypse <laughs> for sure, especially all the big names, guys that are out. Let's go the Monday Nighter, Bears at Patriots. The Bears, surprisingly against fantasy quarterbacks, are 10th in the league. 21st versus the running back. They are fourth against receivers and fifth versus tight ends. The monsters of the midway, I guess. Patriots, they are 16th versus the fantasy quarterbacks. They're number two versus running backs. 13th versus receivers. 23rd versus the tight end. Justin, guys you like and don't like. You got to pay me like Howard to want to talk about the Bears all the time. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. So, Patriots side, I, I don't think you start Bailey Zappi in this one. I mean, Mac Jones seems like he's he's practicing a lot. He, he, I think he got in a limited practice this, uh, this upcoming week, all four days. Um, so, I'm still thinking Bailey Zappi is probably going to start. But I don't want to play him. And the reason I don't want to play him is the reason that these Bears team is one of the best teams against the quarterback. It's because they don't need to use the quarterback to beat them. I mean, they'll just funnel it to Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris and say, here you go, boys. Go chew them up. Go eat them up. It's that grinder effect for the uh, running back. So Ramondre Stevenson or Damian Harris, whichever one you have, if Damian Harris plays, put him in. And if Damian Harris plays, put Ramondre Stevenson in because they both could score a touchdown in this one easily. Bill Belichick seems to not favor either one of them. He seems to just play the hot hand in this one. And, you know, currently the hottest hand is Ramondre Stevenson coming off the past two weeks that he's had. Um, as far as the receivers, kind of this, you know, look back at the quarterback. If the quarterback's not having a really good day because he's not needed, do we need the 
receivers. I would say the only one to possibly start is Jacoby Myers because in PPR, you know, he can get seven catches, 70 yards, 14 points for you in a flex. That's that's great. Um, Nick Folk, start him. <laughs> Patriots defense, start him. Oh, start on the week, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On the flip side, weirdly enough, I think this might be a Khalil Herbert day. You know, we've been kind of bouncing back and forth. He does have these breakout runs where he's like, Bears, why don't you play him more? And then, you know, they'll be like, oh, because David Montgomery's here, of course. Like, he's our starter, you know. Not the guy who breaks off 64-yard runs every two other week or so, you know. So, for me, I look at it as, you know, David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert are the only ones that have fantasy value in this one. I don't trust Justin Fields. I don't trust Cole Komet. Darnell Mooney, Darnell who? Darnell who at this point? The guy's on the waivers, and he was a, a highly drafted guy. He was drafted in the first 10 rounds, and he's on the waivers. You know why that is? Because nobody's seen anything from the fucking guy. <laughs> so I'm going to say this. If you got the Bears running backs, you're probably resorted to starting them because you have nobody else. But if you got the Bears anything else, just leave them on your bench. Do yourself a favor. Leave them on the bench. <laughs> it's really funny in the offseason, um, you know, Brad, friend of the show, had had wanted to come wanted me to come on and fortunately I wasn't able to make it, but you know, he looked at my rankings and he questioned why I had Darnell Mooney at forty seventh. Um, overall, and I was just like, I just don't believe in Justin Fields, bro. Period. So it was just funny, um, that he questioned that. And I don't even know what he's ranked right now, but it's probably way below even 47th at this point. So, ironically, if you have any bears, you got to question why you're playing fantasy football. Indeed, definitely. I agree. All right, guys, let's finish things up. Let's get, let's get it all pumped up and let's finish with our ultimate DFS lineups. <laughs> All right, we're all pumped up now. Let's go to our ultimate DFS lineups. Justin, we'll go to yours first to get it brought up here. Talk about your ultimate DFS lineup. You, do you have it up? Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you all go. right, so there you go. Sorry about that. Delayed reaction on this one. That's on what she part. said. Ha, there you go. There you go. Tua Tagovailoa, 5,900. Love to play for... America's team, I guess. <laughs> Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs spend up on your running backs this week because you're not going to regret it. Josh Jacobs plays the worst defense in the league against the running back. And Austin Eckler plays the Swiss cheese Seattle team. Both these guys are getting targeted in the backfield as out of the backfield as well. Just spend up on your running backs this week. I went Amari Cooper, Tyreek Hill, and Drake London. As my wide receivers, Amari Cooper, I love the matchup against the Ravens. The Ravens secondary has been absolutely shit this year. Um, they have given up tons of points to the fantasy uh, wide receivers. Um, just ask the commission himself. You know, they saw Waddle and Tyreek Hill explode on that. You know. <laughs> no, no more weird jokes. <laughs> and Tyreek Hill, Pittsburgh, um, Secondary still in shambles. Last week was one of those things where, you know, you got that wishbone 
you you got your win. Congratulations. Tomlin probably schemed up a great game plan for that one, but I don't think that happens this week against a revamped Tyreek Hill and Tua Tagovailoa, so that's my stack. Then Drake London. You know, it, it's it's a shot in the dark, but Drake London, he's been good for most of this year, and I think that he can pull it together in this game. Uh, to be honest with you, Cincinnati has not been the best team against fantasy wide receivers. So I'm just expecting that either Pitts or London comes together in this one, and London's been doing it a lot more than Pitts has. Uh, Tyquan Thornton. This is a weird flex because I told you not to play any wide receivers, but guess what? He's been getting it out of the backfield too. So for me, I'm looking at this like this guy just has DEFCON 5 speed. Like this guy goes from – he's got Mach 5 speed. He goes straight to the end zone after he gets the ball in his hands. I love it. I think I would definitely put him in my lineup for 3,500. Daniel Bellinger at 3,400 is almost thievery considering he's gotten 16 points in the past two games on average. And then Jets at Denver. Uh, do I need to explain myself? 2,600. The Jets. Denver is just absolutely, I don't, I don't want to call them just like putrid, but they just, they don't know what they are on offense. It It's like a, mistaken identity like we thought they were going to be the superpower and then it's just like wait are you guys even good like russ and the danger witch are you even good so i'm gonna go with the jets on this one i think they can sack uh russ a couple times maybe even pick him off once all right flanders um bandy wanted to know why there's a baseball field behind you and just to answer you bandy that's because he's dumb on a fantasy football show and he's watching baseball so that's why no i'm not dumb i am supporting my team that unlike his ass Um, is in the playoffs and the red sox are not all right and one other correction justin the cincinnati Bengals are ninth versus fantasy receivers sir so they're pretty decent all right nick what say you my friend uh and just to correct you, uh, Cooper, that the uh, Darnell Mooney is now ranked 72nd in wide awesome. receiver. You weren't correcting me. I had no idea where he was, so that's great, okay. actually. So I am going to go with Joey B, uh, 6,900 for for quarterback. That's usually more than what, what I usually spend on, on quarterbacks, but I think he's going to have a really good game. Uh, I went kind of cheap on my running backs. Uh, I'm trying to go cheap but effective, so I went uh, – can. Kenneth Walker for 6,500, and I set this prior to CMC. So uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. at 5,800, and then I went heavy on on my wide receivers. I went Mike Evans at 6,900, C.D. Lamb at 6,800, and uh, I almost said Anderson Cooper, uh, Amari Cooper at 6,100 uh, because of their their total lack of defenses that that they're playing. Uh, Gerald Everett, I went for tight end. I just alluded to it, uh, Wednesday and I alluded to it, uh, about 10 minutes ago. I think he's going to have a good game for the Chargers. Uh, fat, uh, fat, Pat Fryermuth is, is back. He is cleared. I think he's, I think he's going to be a sneaky good, good play this, this week. I think he's, he's going to get in the end zone. And I think that the, um, Buccaneers are, are going to go DEFCON 5, Blitzkrieg, all over the um, Panthers th- this week. And I took them at 3,900. 
Yeah, it's funny because we share a lot of these, you know, our starts and sits and stuff in our text. This is the only one I really don't share. And ironically, we're really, all of us are kind of close on the guys that we like this week. Like C.D. Lamb seems to be somebody we like. That was my stack this week. Obviously, talking about Deck Prescott going against this Lions um, defense. They're 31st against uh, fantasy QBs. I think uh, 25th versus receiver. I don't have it pulled up here in front of me. But, you know, again, a good stack this week. We talked about Josh Jacobs going against the dead last defense against fantasy running backs. So that is the definite play. If you're going to spend up on anything, he'd be somebody to spend up on, but he's still coming in at 6,500. Not too bad. Kenneth Walker is a good play this week. Chargers 29th against fantasy running backs. So a good play. Brandon Cooks, interesting. We talk about the Raiders, 21st versus uh, running uh, receivers. You know, not very good against fantasy quarterbacks, so it could be a good play. Talked about Dobbs earlier, too, in this offense. Who else is Aaron Rodgers going to throw it to in a good get-right game? So me and Justin right on with that as well. Travis Etienne, I think I just went with him because he was just right around that flex range. Not necessarily a greatest matchup against the Colts, but he's seen an uptick um, in um, – or excuse, I say the Colts up, up against the Giants. My bad. He's seen an uptick in targets and rushes, so I like him as a flex play. Regardless, Gerald Everett. We talked about his good matchup against the Seahawks, who are dead last against fantasy tight ends, and obviously a great play with this Patriots defense going against this high school like offense with the Bears. I mean, you know, Belichick always shuts down the best thing on this offense. I mean, what? What does he even need to shut down? I don't even know. So that's going to be a big day for the Patriots, D. All right, guys. Well, we're going to close things out. We got a big show on Sunday. Can't wait for that. We're going to have Mikey Betts in for all your betting needs, get get you paid. Brian Scott will be in for your injury list as well. We're going to have some plugs of the week. Might even Bandy might have a new segment with his flex starts of the week too. So we might be seeing that on Sunday. We're going to have lots of good fun. So make sure you wake up with us. Get your lineup questions in and we will answer them on Sunday morning. We appreciate you guys. Hit that subscribe button and notifications and we are out. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.